welcome back to the Anime Safe Space Podcast. We're on episode 39 this week, and I remembered that this time, don't worry. But uh, this time we actually have a pretty special episode, a packed one. I know we keep saying we have topics like <laughs> every single episode, but this time we actually do, I promise. Listen, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, right? We do this every season where we actually have topics. So, I mean, get ready. We have it four, four times, times a year. Four times a year, yep. Yeah, I mean, Don't mostly the it. fact that the summer season is starting is, is saving our ass. <laughs> and a big event happened and, yesterday, but, but <laughs> we'll take it. And a certain character finally got animated into a trailer. You mean... Makima? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to edit in some dog barking. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe (laughs) I'm too lazy to do that, but... Yeah, you probably are. Got him. But, yeah. The MAPPA 2021 event was yesterday. It was the 10-year anniversary for MAPPA Studios. And they've done a lot of shows people love. You know, ranging from, for me, Punchline. That's the most popular and the best one, obviously. I think we all know that. Then they did some lesser-known shows like Jujutsu Kaisen and what fucking Attack on Titan season four. I mean, who knows about those though? But oh yeah, it was their ten-year anniversary. They showed off a lot of different things, a lot of sh- love for their shows. But most importantly, they revealed the trailer for the Chainsaw Man anime, and yes, it sir. looks amazing. I was I cautiously optimistic about it. I tried not to get my hopes up too crazy high because I was like. It could look as like it could look decent, and I'll just have to accept that. I was like, maybe I just put my hopes up too high, but nope. It it, it took my expectations and punted it across the fucking highway. Jake understands that understood that joke. Yes, I did understand that joke. <laughs> but, I like um, being left out. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 great. <laughs> not only uh, did I know the you watch. Oh, amazing. go ahead. Yeah, not only did the trailer look amazing, they. We, we had heard rumors about the top-tier staff that they were pulling in. And, I mean, just looking at the staff, because they did play it at pretty much at the end. It's looking like the Dream Team coming in back, all right? It's looking like a One, pa- one Punch Man Season 1 type of uh, type of show. And we know how, how well that went. So. Wait, you want, you want to lift off, list off that staff there? Dude, I am going to butcher every single one of these. All right? That would be so, great. Yeah, <laughs> so we got screenplay. We got Hiroshi Seko. He did stuff like AOT, Jujukaisen, other stuff. Uh, for character design, we got Kazutaka Sugiyama. He did a Mushoko Tensai, which I mean, that's coming in the fall this year, actually, which I, I'm pretty excited about. For action director, we got Tatsuya Yoshihara, which uh, he's the action director for Black Clover. I think it was like towards like the 60s somewhere around there he's he took over and and the later the later half like towards the end you could see like it looked amazing for black clover standards devil for all the devils we got kiyotaka oshiyama did devil man crybaby uh, i don't the cd yeah uh our director we got yusuke take takeda takeda uh, great Pretender, Guilty Crown, that kind of thing. And for color design, we got Naomi, Naomi Nakano. Uh, sort of online alicization. He did work 22-7. I haven't watched that, but I've seen how it looks. Music, though. 
We got Kensuke Ushio. He did Devilman Crybaby, Ping Pong the Animation, and A Silent Voice. Just to name a couple of those. So, I mean, soundtrack's going to be banging. (laughs) Soundtrack's going to be banging. Action's going to be banging. Screenplay's going to be banging. Like, I don't know what else you want. Everything's going to look great. It'll be great. Hold hope. But the thing I, th- yeah, but the thing that I did love, they didn't show a release date. So that that shows me that they're working on it very carefully. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to like jump the shark, I guess, because if they say it's going to come out in December, and then come December they don't have any, have most of it ready, it might turn into like an Attack on Titan situation where some scenes maybe look like they could have used more time or. Also, with the case of Attack on Titan, I still don't have too big of a problem with CG, but it was very clear they used a lot of CG because of time constraints. I feel like if they pace themselves correctly and don't use and, you know, and don't try to release it as fast as possible, they could limit the amount of CG they use or just make scenes look more fluid or incorporate the CG better. So I'm very happy that there was no release date. yeah, and even the CG, because at the end they just see, used to see Denji transform. It looked great because you could see the blend, the blend of CG and mm-hmm. and two D. Because yeah. even like uh, their late their past work, like Zombieland, uh, this last season though they did Zombieland, you could see like they would they would have CG for the idols, but you would see glimpses of two D that were like very, very. Uh, can't even think of the word seamlessly transitioned between them and like you, mm-hmm. if you really looked you could tell the difference but other than that like it looked pretty fluid for those standards and like compare that to season one of zombie land like it's a big difference so there's there's a lot of yeah that. and i know that list of names might have just sounded like a list of names to a lot of people and the the reason why it's important is because a lot of times on other shows, not that like it's a filled with a bunch of scrubs or no names, but like it's usually people that were like assistants on other things or just helped with certain scenes. The case with Chainsaw Man is that these are all notable people. These are all the leads on other shows. Like they are the ones responsible for things looking or sounding the way they did. So it's not like they just helped in those creations. They were the ones that made those things. So the fact that they're all coming together for Chainsaw Man is just, it's just amazing. Because that just shows how much people like love the series, how much people want to work on it, and how much talent is going into it. So it, it's going to be something special. Like I, I genuinely think if they nail it correctly, it'll be one of my favorite anime ever. It's already one of my favorite manga, so... Just by virtue alone, it's already going to be up in, my, up in my top. But Yeah, I mean, look at Jujutsu Kaisen. <coughs> look at what that did. Mm. It, was just, it was so fun to watch. That's, that's the basic line. Everything was so great about it. I'm just excited to see Kobeni's car animated. That's mostly what I want to see. <laughs> well, we're going to get the throw-up scene. So <laughs> that's going to be fun. Oh, dude, that's going to be so fucking sick. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and if they censor it, I'm going to cry. Well, it, 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 well it's kind of hard if they... I mean, if they censor it, yeah, okay. But they already showed a... What's her face in bed? So, well, I'm, I mean, with uh, Aki and Not Shane, Denji. But, yeah, I mean, they could... Yeah. They could get away from that scene just by... Uh, 
you know, she's about to vomit in his mouth and cut away, hear him scream or something. They, there, there's ways they could ignore that scene, but the fact that he drew a full-on panel of her vomiting in his mouth, kind of, you, you got it. You got to animate that. Come on. Yeah. Oh, it's like, you can't get away from that. It, it's getting animated. I, 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 but I, I, yeah, I definitely so. think it's getting animated. I mean, you saw at the end they, they're going full on with the blood and gore. So I mean, you can't really shy away from that with Chainsaw Man. You have to let everything just play out the way it does. Hyper violent, show hyper vulgar, hyper. It's just it's just super dirty, like and gritty. So they got to do it. And yeah, the fact that we were talking about talking about it before, Jake, but it looks super clean and like. Almost not what I was expecting Chainsaw Man to look like because I had mentioned I wanted to look like something along the lines of Mob, and like with the rough and gritty art style. But I think the the direction they're going works like really well. I specifically, it's it's really weird to point out like a specific scene, but like with Katana Man and uh, his assistant, the girl, whatever, forgetting her name or not the assistant. Sorry, his master, but. When they're walking in specific, I, I actually really like how it looks there. Because that's like the most obvious mesh of Fujimoto style and Mappa's art style like clashing together. And it's just, I, I think it looks really cool there. Because it's like, it's very smooth, clean, like very bright, polished background. And then you kind of have, have these weird, oddly smooth, but pretty rough characters. Like, it's very hard to describe, but you, when you guys watch it, you'll, you'll know what I mean. I think the art direction is fantastic for the show. They capture Fujimoto's style perfectly, but they also add in their own flair to it. So they're going to feel like two entirely different, differently things, and I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, I think that is really good because you get kind of it's kind of like a a rehash. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty much following the manga, but like you're seeing it in a different art style. It's like it feels familiar, but it's different at the same time. Which I oh yeah, I'm it's going to be a fresh experience for everybody. Yeah. It's going. It's going to look. It's going to be amazing. Like, ugh. and then Makima gets animated. Oh, mm. oh my lord. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, God. baby. Uh, uh, that's all I gotta say. Can we get a bark, Ethan? Please get a bark. Give us a bark. Uh, that's for the Patreon subscribers. On sorry, I'll bark on the Patreon. No. You know, get people there. I can respect that. But. Yeah, I mean, that was, uh, like I said, I mean, I'm excited for Chainsaw Man. I know not everybody listening to this pod watches Chainsaw Man. And if you, or, sorry, or reads Chainsaw Man. If you don't, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do that right now. Fix it. We do not want you here. You are just as bad as the Naruto fans here. So, we know we say this is safe space for everybody. But if you don't like Chainsaw Man, there's no place for you here. Sorry. Get out. Yeah. Uh, if you, you guys agree? If you, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you bark, if if you uh, come into our Discord and you bark, you automatically get a lot of privileges. Just just gonna say that right there. Yeah, we give you mod. We'll, we'll give you mod. <laughs> but well, yeah, like speaking, I'm super uh, excited we're not for it. Talking about yeah, yeah, we're not oh, gonna be right. talking about Chainsaw Man the entire time. We're gonna be looking at you know what else happened in this event, right? Uh, Chainsaw Man was you know the big big thing a lot of people didn't know it was just a chainsaw event right it was mappa's event and uh we saw a show i, f- I forget the name actually but um, we have tacked. a situation like godzilla yeah talk tack yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we have a situation like godzilla singular point right two two uh studios coming together to make a show so we got mappa and we got madhouse now it's Madhouse has been has been has been a pretty pretty 
pretty weird like the last couple years. But to discount their talents would be wrong of us to do. Especially just, uh, since it's MAP as well. Yeah. Just a refresher for people that you know want to know what Madhouse done. They did One Punch Man Season 1. They did Summer Wars. They did Red Line. They did... Uh, they did... Oh, fuck, what else? A lot of crazy... Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter. Oh, they were Hunter Hunter, weren't they? Hunter Hunter. Yep. So obviously that's one of the biggest ones. Um, basically, though, that what that means is they're fucking good. <laughs> they have put out some good shit. And, mm-hmm. um, that, and also another fun fact for you guys, I think the reason why this collaboration is super interesting is that MAPPA actually came from Madhouse. The same guy that started Madhouse also made MAPPA, or MAPPA. So it's basically from the same origins and like the same art style, art direction. You can see that with a lot of the shows. A lot of MAPPA shows do look like they take pretty heavily from like Madhouse, which makes sense because again, same origin and some of the same crossover. But I think with this show, it's going to have two of, it's going to have the best talents from both Madhouse and MAPPA and we'll probably be looking at something really special here. I know we we said that about Godzilla, and look at where that's gone. <laughs> well, I haven't caught up or watched it. I I, 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 I don't know how good it's looked or how it's been. I, I, and to be fair with it Godzilla, looks, it's it's a very old and very like that was more meant for like Godzilla fans, like a love letter to the series. So maybe it was more special for Godzilla fans than it was for us. So yeah, I mean, like, got, well, I think I'm on episode ten. I think I have to finish it soon because spring is and pretty much ended spring season mm-hmm. has already ended and i gotta finish the rest of my shows i'm only missing like five or six as of right now five or six yes yeah, somewhere around there yeah, it's, but, it's gonna be great yeah, that, that show to look great even if it's not a good story it's gonna be fucking lovely to look at yep it's gonna be banking. Well, uh, yeah, that's tacked again. Not much known is known about it, so we can't really talk about it too much. But um, what we can talk about is shows that were announced, which was only Kakuguri. I think uh, I think only that was announced. They got a season uh, three, but um, Kakuguri fans, I think, tell your one right. A little bit, yeah. I like gambling, so that was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, well, so I think they'll be uh, excited for that. Oh, and I'm stupid. Of course, how could I leave out that Madhouse did uh, No Game, No Life? So they're also the studio that that is famous for not being able to do a season two joke because a lot of their shows, you know, just die after the first season. Akka, No Guns Life, things like that. So um, No Guns, No Life. But their their work can't be discredited, like we were saying. Hmm. Oh, no, 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 it didn't get sexy. I was thinking about another one. Hmm. I think. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. But um, in terms of... Well, we'll, we'll just shift on from, off from that. I was actually going to talk about the summer season first, but I forgot that the spring season of anime just ended. And I wanted to talk about what our favorites were. Now, I know <laughs> me and Tail uh, were slacks pretty hard on anime this season. Yeah. So this might just be mostly Jake giving his input, but I mean, I did watch the first episodes of a lot of shows. I just hadn't progressed past episode four on anything besides two things. So, 
but we can just go and order real quick if I think all the major things real quick. Uh, so my hero, you guys have heard our thoughts on that <laughs> almost every week, <laughs> yeah. and still the same thing. Um, not very, I'm not very optimistic about my villain. Um, and even if you hear me gushing about like how they animate the my villain stuff later on, I'm still very upset that they are basically making it secondary right now. So still, in my opinion, this has been the weakest my hero season. And in terms of animation and content, while I did enjoy the joint training stuff, it's just spending 12 episodes on what's essentially not important just sours my taste of that whole entire arc. Yeah, it's it. The joint training just went on way too long. It overstayed its welcome, and it's going to be suffering. The best arc in the series right now is going to be suffering because of it, which I don't. I don't get, especially because they're moving, moving the orders. But we'll, we'll see how it is. The opening, the opening, though. Oh my god, I don't get it. Yeah, it's not the majority good. of the arc is about the villains, right? Yeah. Like, but how in the hell does Class One A get more screen time than the villains? I don't get it. They show all of Class One A in two arcs. Two arcs, mind you. This whole entire spread, Class One A is not going to make an appearance, and if they do, it is filler content. Just so anime onlys know, it is filler. Yeah. If anybody but aside from Daku, Bakugo, and Todoroki show up from Class One A. It is filler. <laughs> they are not supposed to be there. So yeah. is I don't know, man. Because even is like, that, well, yeah. I mean, I I wasn't reading it. And I don't think you guys were either when it was ser- serializing, right? But when my villain came out, there was no Deku. There was no sight of Class One A at all. No, for however however many months that it was going on. So that that's what made it so great, because the villains got so much development, and you get to feel for them. It's just like yeah, they're gonna be putting in like seven eight episodes. Oh, um, and I forgot this. Might as well get this out of the way now. Just I mean I don't want to spend crazy amount of time on my hero since we talk about it every week. I'm sure you guys are tired of it. But somebody I put it on Twitter perfectly, I think the biggest issue with My Hero right now is that the anime is trying so desperately to mimic the feeling of season one, which is about overwhelming heroism, super optimistic, and it was super just like pro-hero stuff. It was like, look at this cool hero world, look at us do this cool hero shit. So they're sticking with that vibe. When My Hero, the manga right now, has completely strayed away from that vibe and has actually mentioned basically at this point that that vibe and that ideal of hero society being cool and like awesome is wrong and that's why it's toxic that's why it's dangerous and that's why everything that is happening in the world right now is the fault of that mindset but the anime is just kind of like ignoring that and is honestly seems disingenuous like the fact that this opening is just super hardcore like pro deku and just pro like todoroki and bakugo and saying look at how cool heroes are and then not showing the villains it just it just seems like they're missing the entire point of what my villain is about and what the rest of the series is about and it just it's just frustrating and they're doing it because they want to sell merch they want people to watch the movie they don't want people to drop off of my hero and be like oh this show this show is not very good which i think is mostly a japanese thing but you know i'm still i'm not hopeful but i'm kind of hoping that they just change the opening somewhat to fit the new thing (laughs) after after 
Endeavor Agency, it's there is no going back. The My Hero world is gonna get shattered. Yeah, and I'm. It's gonna be entirely if, different. Yeah, and I, I, they're, I think they should just cut away with it. Like, I, like you said, like it's no more pro hero. It's about society now. It's about how heroes. They just make this show way too optimistic, really. At this point, it's it's way too cheery and way too. We live it's in a way society. different than that manga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, again, not to dwell on my hero, I just very disappointed with the adaptation. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens with my villain. I'm sure the scenes the anime will look fine, but I'm still upset at how they're handling things. Yeah. Well, so we only time will tell. We're we're gonna try and like not talk about my hero for a while. That's not gonna happen. Gonna be, <laughs> yeah, I know, but yeah. I mean, well, it's on it's on hiatus for two weeks. Hey, it's on hiatus it is, for two it, weeks. So we're good. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, it's no. We're just gonna bitch about like, hey, what the hell, dude? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was uh, my hero so far. Honestly, if I'm being if I'm being serious, I'm giving this this season a six. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not. It's not done. It's not done yet. So I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm giving this first quarter six. That I'm gonna rate it. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna uh, give it moving a on. We got a seven. That's fine. Four I'm just being petty with a six. I think. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Moving on, we got. I hate the English name, but don't toy with me, Miss Nagatoro. Um, and we'll we'll speed up the process on these because we still got a lot to talk about later on in this episode. But um. We got Nagatoro for me. Very enjoyable, perfect adaptation. I couldn't have asked for anything better. Voice acting on point. They made the romance between Nagatoro and uh, Naoto or Paisen uh, way more obvious too. So, and and it, you could just tell how much they really like each other. It's just super sweet. I, I had enjoyed this show so much, and I'm so happy about it. I haven't even watched the last episode, but I'm gonna give it a nine, nine point five probably. It, I don't really have any problems with it. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I haven't read the manga on, like, these two, but, I mean, everything that was enjoyable with it, like you said, like, you could really tell they care for each other, especially in the last episode. It was, that last scene was nutty, that's all I could say. Yeah, I'm only into, like, episode nine on it, I think, eight or nine, somewhere around there, but so far, I've enjoyed the shit out of it. It has been... A great time to watch that but i've been focusing more on catching up and then that'll be one of the last shows i watch because i know it'll be good so you guys got ratings yeah, for him so we can just give yeah quick uh, little ratings I'm gonna, all right yeah i'll give a quick little rating uh president is a 10 out of 10 <laughs> yes sir yes. i agree with that <laughs> uh to be honest though probably like an 8.5 8 around there yeah, I'd probably throw out the a nine for me. Yeah. It's one of my favorite mangos, so I mean I expected it to be this good. And uh I'm happy it, I'm happy it delivered. Uh next okay. we got Godzilla Wait. Singular Point. Wait, hold on, can we just uh can we rate record of Ragnarok? Just like <laughs> You guys saw it. <laughs> all the ep- all the, all the episodes are already out. I'm giving that shit like a two point five, right? I'm giving it a two point <laughs> goddamn five. Horrible adaptation. <laughs> Manga's a 10 out of 10, but the fucking adaptation... Oh, it, dude, it's literally only the action scenes. Why? <laughs> yeah, it... All right, well, we can go whatever. It wasn't enjoyable for me either. I watched it, oh, yeah, but I haven't good. read the manga, so I don't really know how good it could be. 
But just from watching the anime, I'd probably give that like a a four, four and a half, maybe. Tell we we told uh, me and Ethan told you this. We need you to want to read it. I know I need to because like the yeah, Adam Adam versus Zeus is nutty. <laughs> That's all we gotta say. It was supposed to be a hype. It, they did. They it was supposed to be such a hype fight, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, I need to read it. I will. Moving at some on, point. we got. Yeah, moving on, just so we, like I said, we, we, we still got to get through the summer shit, too, so we kind of got to <laughs> speed through this shit. Yeah, but that uh, we got Godzilla time. Singular Point. I have only seen the first episode. Enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not going to rate it because I've only seen the first episode. So, uh, I'm nine episodes or ten episodes in. Uh, I've already seen Godzilla. I think he looks like he looks like weird to me. I don't know because I'm so used to like a different design. But after watching it a bit more, like I kind of like it. I like what they're doing with all, a lot of the science stuff. And I, I understand some of it because I, I am a smart boy. But other than that, like, I'm completely lost sometimes. I like the characters in the show. Sometimes uh, the robot can be annoying. That's uh, with the girl. But other than that, uh, I still have to finish it. But it's probably going to go like in the seven. It's pretty enjoyable so far. And I haven't seen any of it. I... <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, we got another thing you haven't seen, which is Megalobox 2 Nomad. I am only on episode 7 or... Yeah, 7. Um, it's been very good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I would say it's on the level of season 1, maybe slightly better. So, with that being said, I'll probably give it an 8. I enjoy the Western vibe with it. And, um, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm giving this shit a 9 because it speaks to my heritage. And, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't diss, diss my people like that can't diss the chief but yeah the direction that has been going in ever since like the start of it or the start of the season has been amazing so far and it looks like they are actually going to be sticking the landing this time instead of the season one ending which kind of soured the taste a little bit mm-hmm. but this one i think is gonna it's gonna uh, it's gonna land especially because it looks like uh, mac Pack is going to be done for in this last episode. Well, okay, moving on again, just so I can knock out something I've seen. Sipper Cub, I've only saw two episodes. Um, I will rate this one, though. I'm going to give it a, an 8, because if you like you to camp, you'll like Sipper Cub, and it's the world's greatest Honda ad. Very chill, very cool. I like the characters, it's cute, and uh, I'm going to finish it soon, because I just finished airing, I think, this week, so... But after that, we got uh, we got Zombieland Saga Revenge. I've only seen two episodes of that again, um, but I'll, I'll give it a seven. Um, seven or six. Uh, it, it's very weird. I, I can't tell where it's going yet, but, I mean, it does seem like it's having a plot. But I wasn't too crazily on board with everything. So, But it was still fun. So, again, six or seven, one of the two. Yeah, especially what they did in Zombieland. Like, it was pretty much just a redemption arc. It's pretty much in the mm-hmm. name, which well, yeah, they, they did a good job. But if you've seen the end, like the last ten seconds, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know what's happening after this. Like I legit do not know. Yeah, well, it's getting weird. Yeah. No, do you want do you want me to tell you what happens? No. Okay. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm like, sure that people watching don't want you to tell them either. That's why. This is all spoilers. We're but. reviewing the shows. I'm the one that's seen pretty much most of these. 
or I'm the one that's actually watched a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and just to knock out a few more though, uh, the world ends with you anime. Uh, not necessarily an awful adaptation, but I only saw the first episode. I uh, didn't care for it. I didn't feel like sitting through that weird, the the weird take they're going with it. And it seems like the pacing was pretty crazy. So I uh, give it like a five, if I'm being honest. And um, yeah, I dropped it though. Then Higehito. Right. Um, not bad, but I also dropped that show. So Yeah, uh, I would give it like a 7.5. I kind of like, they had some strong emotions at the end. I, I did or it's still going off but yeah it was it was pretty good that's uh, pretty, pretty much it I don't really have a lot to say about that yeah and I tell you haven't seen it right no I've the only two this season that I've seen is Nagatoro and My Hero hmm. then we'll speed through the rest ones so you can you can actually contribute Um, let me see well, Jake, from here, you can actually just take it because I haven't seen anything else besides those. All right. Uh, to Your Eternity. Great show so far. Oh, it well, would have been. Okay, I saw the first yeah. episode, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can, you can say. You can say before I start going. Oh, well, I'll just say um, I like the first episode, but we can, again, what I said stayed stay true. Um, first episode was almost too good to the point where I do not give a shit about what's going to happen in the rest of the series. And. Yeah, to this day, I still really do not have any desire to watch To Your Eternity. I'm sure it's good, but yeah, I don't know. I, that first episode was just felt like it's an entirely different product from what the rest of the show is going to be about, and I don't, I don't know if I want to watch that. Well, <laughs> it'll be, it'll happen right sometime now. in the future, but not anytime soon. Yeah, the the show would have been my number one if it wasn't for another show. Um, a lot of good things are going with it. Especially after the first episode, it was a very slow start. After it just should have been like episode two, should have been episode one, that kind of thing. If you wanted, if you wanted like that, but no. Right now, where they're going, it's just like they're trying to make the mm -hmm. orb, or yeah, to make the orb more human-like. And I mean, now mm -hmm. there's enemies right now, and he's making friendships, relationships. He's learning how to talk, that kind of thing. It's like kind of looking at looking at a baby grow up, that kind of thing. Or, try, or an animal trying to be a human. So I'm digging it mm -hmm. so far, especially. So you're uh, waiting for that? Yeah, I think that's it for you, right? I'm not going to say a lot, right? Yeah, no. There's been a good a good, a good amount of gems this season, though, because we got a Tokyo Revenge, Revengers, actually. Um, it's a show about time travel. A guy gets sent back in time to try and save his girlfriend. From like seven years ago, that he, a print she dumped him. So it's just been like Steins Gate almost, but not as like crazy. But there's just it's dealing with gangs, all that kind of stuff, and it's still going on right now. And just from the first half, I would give it like an eight because I'm liking what it is because he's called like the crybaby hero, that kind of thing. So I would give that an eight. If you like time travel, go watch it. Eight six is a surprise to me because it's a very slow show. It deals a lot with uh, segregation. It deals a lot with uh, prisoners of war kind of thing, even though they're like part of the same district. They kind of segregated these certain type of people to pretty much fight for them. And you get to see the, their journey, pretty much, the journey of what they have to do. And the ending was bittersweet, to say the least, but it's the ending that it needed. And it's get, I think it's getting a second season this October. So I think... 
I'm gonna be keep watching that. Uh, my anime of the season though is uh, Vivi Floret's Ice Song. It's a sci-fi that deals with a hundred-year journey. That's basically it's just AIs are about to take over the world. We got to stop it. Everything about this show, because it's made by Wit Studio, everything about the show, art direction, animation, fight scenes, sound, anything. It's gorgeous to look at. The songs are great. The characters, amazing. Especially for AI, the way they deal with human emotions in an AI, and AI is trying to find the answer for a human question, is mind-boggling. So, I, I, would, I would probably give this a 9.5 around there. For best is the final. I'm still not done, but this is probably my number three. I, I'm loving the show so far. I think I ended with the uh, 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 incident happened with Toru, so uh, I'm not gonna give it a rating. It's like a nine right now. Uh, that would be pretty much it. So I see. Talked about Megaloblox. Moriarty the Patriot second season. I'm a Big sucker for for English, any any uh, Sherlock Holmes that type of thing. I'm loving what it's been doing right now. Especially it look it looks like it's coming to the end with this last episode. So I'm gonna be sad, but Sherlock Holmes is in there, Moriarty's in there. So if you like that kind of show, it pretty much follows a bare bones the uh, the stories from back then. I would I would give this like eight point five. But I think that actually might be it. Is that, is that all of it? Okay, well, my anime of the season, obviously, is Nagatoro. I think the same could be said for Tail. Yep. From what I've seen so far, it's definitely, I mean, the best out of the two. So. <laughs> yep. Same with me. My hero and Nagatoro are the only things I'm caught up on. So I'll catch up on everything else. But, you know, I don't think anything, aside from, like, Vivi, will make me... Uh, well, top Nagatoro for me, and that's because I like the manga so much. Oh yeah, just yeah. a quick note. But Vivi, the uh, the author of ReZero, is is also the author of this. So if you like that, you you mm. will most likely love this. I, I think that is everything I watched. Yes. Well, we can jump into the things we're gonna be watching, which is the summer season, since the spring anime season did just come to a close. That's what we were talking about. Summer season is right around the corner, most likely next week. So maybe not next episode we'll be talking about summer stuff, but the week after that because that's when most of it starts. And uh, there's a lot of cool things starting. Uh, so first off, we have that time I got reincarnated reincarnated as a slime season two, part two. And super excited for this one. Yeah, uh, season two ended with a, not really a cliffhanger. Yeah, it did end with a pretty major cliffhanger. And I'm pretty excited about what's going to be happening because it's going to be just Demon Lords against Demon Lord. Newly acquired Demon Lord. So I'm going I'm, to I'm be, I'm be excited for what's happening in that. Can't wait to see how OP Slime going to be. The Demon Slime. I mean, he's already OP as shit, so. Well, he's just more OP. Yeah, he's going to have so many new moves and shit. Well, what was it? Raphael? Yeah, Raphael was his new computer. Yeah. Or is the top? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next on but, the list, yeah, we're we're obviously we're excited for that. So yeah, yeah, go ahead. Next on the list, though, Miss Kobayashi Son Maid Dragon. 
Uh, I don't know why you call it that. <laughs> I don't know a single person that calls it made dragon. Well, I mean, the people do, but it's dragon made. Dragon made. Yeah, I'm literally just reading it. But yeah, season two for that. I'm super excited for it. It's been a while since I've seen the first one. And now we're going to see all the whack, the wacky stuff. So I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. I've yet to watch the first and season well, of that, I mean, so I'm not really sure how to feel about it. That's going to be good. I'm excited. Animation is great. It's Kyoto Animation's big return. Because Violet did come out, you know, I know it came out already, but that was done before that thing happened two years ago. Everybody should know what I'm talking about. Um, so this is like the first real thing they've worked on since since then. So super excited for it. I'm super happy for them. It seems like there's a lot of love going into it. And uh, hopes are high. I really like season one. So. But, yeah, after that, we got My Lex, my Next Life as a Villainous, All Reads Lead to Doom X, which I don't think any of us here have seen it, right? No. Nope. Yeah, just mentioning it because it's a big series. I wasn't aware I was getting a second season, but I'm sure a lot of you guys listening do like it. And maybe someday, since I do like Isekai, I'll probably give it a watch. And, well, oh, Eden Zero is already airing. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's been airing. <laughs> oh, well, nobody cares about that then. <laughs> All you fairy tale mm. fans, <laughs> we're sorry. Okay, well, after that, it looks like we got Kanajo no Kanajo, which uh, I've heard a lot about before. Yeah, girlfriend, girlfriend, and um, yes. I'm probably gonna give it a watch. I like these <laughs> these dumb kind of shows. I like the slice of life. Apparently, it's a shonen. I guess probably published in uh, Shonen Magazine, but. Yeah, it looks like just a slice of life comedy romance stuff. Uh, maybe I don't think it's a harem, surprisingly, with a name like that. No, 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 no. It's. Have you seen the trailer? Have you seen the trailer for it? I have not. I haven't seen anything about it aside from oh just hearing God. it's a word it's, of mouth dude, stuff. it's a reverse harem. <laughs> dude, he's like. What do you mean? I like want, a bunch of girls I, dude, are in he's love. Like, with no, he's like, I have a girlfriend, but I wonder if I could have two girlfriends. I should ask her. That's literally what they say in the trailer. So, wow, so he's, it's his girlfriend getting girlfriends. No, no, he's getting another girlfriend. Uh, Yeah, he's, uh, I just read the description. (laughs) He's just getting multiple girlfriends. It's just the, (laughs) my God. (laughs) The the guy's not dense. He has game. Well, that's not not what reverse harem means. You horrendously misused that term. All right, whatever, dude. That's that's why he confused me with it. I was like, like, that would mean she was getting the girls. Yeah. But okay, so it's, I guess it's a harem. They just don't have a listed as one on this site. But um, yeah, it looks interesting. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm probably uh, gonna watch it as well. Then perhaps one of the biggest ones that I'm excited for is uh, Wonder Egg Priorities final episode. So it's not necessarily a season, but it's gonna be a hour long, I'd assume, since it's a special episode. It's gonna be great. About that, yeah. I'm so excited for that. Tell you haven't seen it, right? Or you did, right? Uh, not all the way through. It was a while ago, but I did watch like halfway, I think, through it, then stopped it. it. I'm gonna catch up on my way through. I'm making my way slowly up the seasons. Well, uh, honestly, this this one I'm really excited for, and I just started it a few days ago. It is the Great Jaw. He will not be defeated. It's getting a uh, two core season. Um, 
at the end of July, so we're not going to talk about it for a while. But if you guys like Gabriel Dropout and if you like Dragon Maid, you will love the Great Jahi. It is, it's super cute. It, I'm so excited for it. It's so dumb. It's just, it's, it's a comedy, and uh, basically just think of Satania if she was a main character because she just gets bullied. Like the best way to describe it is Nagatoro is about a girl bullying people. And you jump to this series, and it's about a girl getting bullied by life and everybody around her. <laughs> and she looks like Nagatoro, kind of. So that's why I say that. And uh, I'm so I'm so excited for this series, man. You guys should uh, give it a read or a watch when it drops. Never. <laughs> there's Big Titty Oni Sanstreak. I am watching And their sisters. I'm adding it. Sold. <laughs> I knew that would get you. To- <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to be watching a... Yeah, I'm gonna be watching. There's actually two originals. So there's a Venitas no Carte. I don't know what that means, uh, but it's like a vampire type of show. Uh, it's, I want to watch Castlevania very soon, so I'll probably be watching this as well. It's made by Bones. I've seen a couple, couple of people talk about it, so I probably will will watch that. And then also. Wait, go ahead. So you just jump past a bunch of shows, dude. Like I said, that was, there was still still a bunch down here that you could have listed off. We're on two different mm. websites. <laughs> I'm on Life oh. <laughs> Well, the other big one that I'm excited for is another harem. That's probably the biggest harem of the season. It's called. Uh, I'm gonna just try to find the English name real quick. Uh, Mother of the Goddess Dormitory, and it's about <laughs> basically a Shotokan thing. But a uh, 12 year old boy uh, ends up becoming the mother of a. Oh. of a sorority house basically it's a they're all college students there and they need like a house mother and he was homeless because his house caught on fire and his dad abandoned him so he's the mother of there and of course harem antics ensue and uh it's, it's cute I, i'm only in like chapter eight or something but i, I really oh enjoy God, it the art dude. is great the girls are hot huh <laughs> oh my god what tell you're stupid bro <laughs> <laughs> Um, you already know all, he only watches Etchy. I know, now. I know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, I'm only reading Etchy. You're getting that wrong. I actually haven't watched a crazy amount of Etchy, but I've been reading <laughs> strictly Etchy recently, and it's cute. It's great. I like it. And the other big one here is Scarlet Nexus. The game just released uh, three days ago, I think. So yeah, I know people are going to be excited for this one. It's it's like an AR kind of alongside the game itself. So if you like Scarlet Nexus, I know Tyler was playing it. Uh, he's been on the pod before. You guys should know that. Um, he was playing it, and he's probably going to watch the anime. I don't know if I will, but only time will tell. Uh, it's made by Sunrise, so I automatically just have to watch it. you got to give them respect. you got to give them respect because they did, they did the movie. They did the Gintama movie, and they did Gintama. Well, you had your other shows you were going to talk about, but that I didn't Oh, see. I was uh, uh, remake our life. I was planning on actually watch, watching this. Uh, guy time travels back because he's a game developer. Travels back because he went bankrupt for some odd reason, you know, anime reasons. So he gets a second opportunity, mm-hmm. and it's when he's in college. So it's going to be seeing that. I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. I just it looks something like I would watch for a bit. If not. I'm gonna fucking drop it. And then probably the last one I'm probably gonna watch this season is Sony Boy. It's an anime original. It's from Madhouse. 
science fiction. No one knows. I don't know anything about it, but I, I kind of want to see the original anime original stuff. So that's basically it for me. Well, yeah, just to round it out though, for things mm-hmm. I haven't seen, but we'll probably watch sometime in the future. There is Magia Record, which is the Madoka Magica spinoff series. It's getting its second season. Um, bringing it up because they are taking their time animating this instead of Monogatari. So, uh, shame on you guys. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, that's getting its second season. People like the series. I'm sure fans of that will be enjoying it. Uh, we also have Love Live Superstar. One of these days, I will get around to it. And Jake, you said you will watch, uh, what is it? Charlotte Nexus because it's Sunrise. You got to watch Love Live because of that now. It is also Sunrise. Fuck. I have only seen the first season of Love Live. Uh, I will maybe continue someday, but uh, I don't know how crazy I am into, into uh, idol shows, but I'm sure, again, fans will like that. And looking at this list, I can't see anything else of note, at least for us. I mean, there's what? Oh, there, that's right. There's the Honor Student at Magic High School, which I guess is a, another series and the irregular Magic High School series. Uh, so fans of that, you know, series will enjoy that show. And what is this? How are, uh, yeah, and then it's a bunch of other, it looks like random light novel series because these all have incredibly long names <laughs> that I'm looking at. So yeah, I'm excited for the summer season. I don't know how stacked it'll be. I don't think the spring season topped the winter season yet. And I don't think this winter or the summer will top the winter either. So, the winter but I'm still, I'm still looking forward to it. Much. We got, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, if I were to say what I'm most hyped for, though, um, Slime, Jahisama, and probably Dragon Maid, honestly. Yeah, uh, the Slime, Dragon Maid. That's pretty much it. That's what I'm most excited for. I'm just excited for Slime. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to watch the, the, the Dorm Mother one, dude? I figured you would like that as a frat boy. No, we're not going to be one. I don't. I don't like sororities, man. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes sororities. People in sororities don't like like themselves. Okay, but they're, but they're not a, your typical sorority. Okay, they're all like quirky and hot. Okay, so I guess a sorority, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, that's the summer season again um, there was quite a few things a, l- a lot of things we don't know if we're going to watch yet or not and I didn't want to get ahead of myself and say I'm going to be watching all of these things so I'm going to know my place this time and just say maybe four things probably I said Slime Dragon Maid and Jahi that harem which is the mother of the goddess dormitory and Kanajo no Kanajo probably and that's that's what I see myself watching and staying up to date with. I'm sure Jake yeah. will watch fucking everything though. I'm um, probably watching nine shows. Well, mostly because uh, my hero Tokyo Revengers into your eternity or into the next uh, next season. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. If we count those, then sure. I'll, I'll be watching nine shows. Yeah. So not a lot. I think this was like. 13, 11. Well, okay. Well, like I said, that's the summer season. And 
as always, we milk you guys for some questions. This time. I'm sorry, not milk. <laughs> How dare I misspeak? <laughs> but we asked some questions for you guys, and you guys, we know you love asking them so much. <laughs> but uh, we actually got some really good ones this week. I'm actually like pretty uh, excited to talk about these ones. I mean, first off, topical. This comes from at 8007myth. They ask, thoughts on the Chainsaw Man anime predictions and then Mappa fumbling it. And I, I'm assuming he means he's a Mappa hater or a Chainsaw Man hater. Um, we already said it. It looks great. Uh, predict they're going to animate the whole thing. And uh, I have faith in Mappa. So they're not going to well, fumble. I mean, yeah, Mappa has already shown that they're amazing. So It'll be fine. Keep the faith. Yeah, it would be more than five. It's going to be amazing. Well, here's a interesting one that I actually haven't really thought about before, but this comes from at all Monogatari. Thank you, uh, Monogatari. They ask, do you think the main character's ideologies are enough to carry a show? So let's say is Aaron's ideology in season four enough to carry the rest of the series? Something like that. Well, I mean, in the case with the season four in the manga, I mean, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) I don't know what the hell he's thinking, so... Depends on if the ideology is self-destructive or not. Yeah, the ideology has to be really good. Like, okay, so, like, I think a good case is Madoka. I would consider um, the MC in there, uh, Tomer, or Homura, sorry. I would consider her ideology one of the biggest reasons why the show was, like, so good. And while you don't necessarily learn it until, like, halfway through... um, that just her, she's self-destructive like Tell was saying and it's very you you understand her place you understand what she's struggling with and her ideals towards life and how things should like work and i think it's one of the biggest reasons the show works so well is because you understand her ideology ideology her mindset and things like that so in that case and in a lot of showcases i think their ideologies are enough to carry if i'm being honest yeah, i think if it's I, interesting enough and what drives the plot yeah. forward enough it can carry Yeah, because, like, even with the MC, like, with uh, Vinley, with Torf- Torfin, after Farmland, I mean, he becomes a pacifist. And, I mean, that carries a lot of weight throughout the show because a lot of shit happens. And you can see, like, the decisions he has to make in order to get his his reason for going to, to Vinland. That's his ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Till, if you have any thoughts on it. Uh, I mean, I think that it definitely can. Just like I said, I, it depends on their ideology. If it goes in a direction that hurts the anime itself because his views are fucked up or self-destructive or annoying or whatever else, I mean, it can hold it if it's good enough. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think... And one of the best examples of this, Gurren Lagann, communist ideology is what drives the show entirely. And he is one of the main characters, mm-hmm. not the, if you want to say that, but he is one of the main characters. His whole entire ideology is why that show works so well, why it's remembered so crazily, and is what builds the plot. So, yes, it can definitely carry in instances like that. And it's why he is the best character in that show. Easily. Easily. Well, going in the opposite direction from main characters, we have villains. And this comes from at blunt underscore text. Thank you, Fruity. 
they ask, how would you define a perfect villain? Also, thoughts on some villains getting unnecessary sob story flashbacks to create sympathy and reason for their actions. Hmm. I, I think it goes back to like kind of like the ideology thing, because I think a great villain we could talk about, Bondra. All right, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. The best villain ever. Okay. Dr. Doof from Schmirks. No, he yes. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Honestly though. On, unironically a good answer. Yes. Unironically a good answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wrong. <laughs> oh I was expecting Doof and Schmirks in this I, Literally, that was the first thing that popped in my head. I was like, what is the greatest? Who is the greatest villain? Dr. Doof and Schmirks. I think uh, you're probably more suited to talk about this, but I think just like talking about Bonjard being one of the best villains in the show and all of anime for us right now. Yeah. Uh, what I would consider a perfect villain, and I'm assuming you just mean like antagonist specifically, um, but what would make them a perfect villain? Compelling, good ideology, like what we were saying with the MCs. Um, honestly fun to, to watch them go and adding the sympathy and sob thing I do like when you can understand when you can empathize with the villain maybe not sympathize where you have to be like oh they're suffering or they're bad but or but you know we can't blame them for what they did I, I like when they are basically like evil incarnate but you can understand where they're coming from Utsudo is a great example of this Jake I think you can't really forgive the things he's done after the fact, but you can understand entirely why he's doing the things he does. And you can also empathize with Gintoki with how he feels towards the situation. It's a perfect dynamic. It's a perfect parallel. And I think specifically what makes a fantastic villain is if they parallel perfectly with the main character. If you can see reflections of the main character's ideologies and the villains and vice versa and you can see how they maybe hold the same ideal just in different paths and i i think i think another like reason like another thing that i would like i like a villain if they dominate the screen whenever they're on i think uh, a good example would be homelander from the boys Mm -hmm. where like anytime he's on screen you don't know what he's gonna do but your all your eyes and all your attention is just on him. I think that was like I think the same thing I kind of got with Bondry. Like when he, you didn't know who he was gonna say because like you still didn't understand him in the beginning. And then once you started getting more and more of what he like, more of his ideology, and what he did, you had no choice but to pretty much just look at him the entire time, and you're like frightened because what he probably was gonna be doing if he won the battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it going to be doing to Reg? Yeah. So, like you were saying, I think if you yourself as the viewer can be intimidated by the villain, then you made a pretty damn good villain. So. And tell if you have something serious aside from Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> Alright, next question, dude. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Actually, yes. You're lagging a little bit, but you're oh, but you're all right. Ignored me. Yeah. No. All right. It was like delayed. Okay. Well, 
Yeah. Well, I was asking for an actual answer aside from Doofenshmirtz. Um. You got. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. I, I was leaning more towards Bondrude once you started talking about him, but I don't know. I can't really think of anybody else as of right now. No, no, no. You don't have to like say a person, but you're just like defining what would. Be well, not villain specifically. Yeah, just or an antagonist. Yeah. Yeah, like, like well, what you look for in villains, uh, like criteria, that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I I would say somebody like my favorite villain growing up was always the Joker from Batman, just because he was just so insane. You never knew what he was gonna do, and you knew there was no like limits to what he would do to go fuck up somebody's life. Just somebody that it is without limits, basically, that you're you're actually afraid of when he's on screen because you're just like, what the fuck's going to happen now? Something fucked up is going to happen. Hmm. I don't know. I think, basically. yeah, I mean, I think that sort of villain is scarier than any others, and then they, they're just such attention grabbers, as Jake was saying, because of that. Or like, you know, like uh, uh, Kira from JoJo Part Four would be a great villain because he's literally just a normal person that has a really dark, uh, has a dark uh, stand. I don't even know. <laughs> no, not a dark stand. <laughs> uh, I don't know what ser- what word you're searching I, for here. I'm, I'm like like. Like, he wants to do, like, kill people, or not kill people, but take their hands, that kind of thing. A dark, uh, I can't, I can't even think of a word right now. I'm like A dark obsession. Out. Obsession, okay, that's, that's, no. He has a very dark obsession, a dark, uh, need for that, that he just does it, that's why his nails grow. And I think, like, he's, like, a really great villain, because if you, he literally looks like a normal guy. If he stood out, and he stood in a crowd, you would never know that man was a killer yeah and like his ideology and like he just wants to live a normal life just do what he wants that kind of thing really 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 good villain in that scene especially for jojo it's true well this comes from another one we're going back to from monogatari this comes from alt monogatari he asks are shows able to thrive without violence, or does violence give a series a sort of interest? Example, given fight scenes or love arguments. Um, this is a weird one because uh, depends on the show, really. It's like my favorite show is Yudu Camp. I'm not going to go in and expect hectic things to happen or not even like violence in general, just like chaotic moments. Uh, and it all really just depends on the show. If you have a fantasy show, I will expect, you know, fights to a degree or if some violence to happen so it all depends on what kind of series or show you've built yourself upon yeah because i mean good shows that thrive without violence okay on your camp well i think even in the context i'm trying to think of something that would allow for violence but doesn't have any like a series that is set in a violent setting but doesn't have it it's like that que- again, that question is is odd. It's like you, yeah. you can't go into yeah. a slice of life expecting violence because there's no violence to be expected. It's just whatever genre that it's in, basically. But then he says, like, yeah. love arguments, too. So am I thinking just, like, 
an argument. Yeah, it, why, that's why you phrase it as conflict. Start. But yeah, like I would say, like Enkagia has a lot of conflict and a lot of like crazy things like that. But shows don't need that to excel. Like you're saying, Kaon. At least from what I've seen so far, there's not very much hectic or even like drama things between them because it almost gets resolved immediately. Like Azunyan going, "Hey, this band's not legit." I'm going to leave. And then like five minutes later, she's like, I love you guys to death. And then plays a band song with them. So shows can thrive <laughs> yeah, without that. You don't need conflict really. Um, but I, I, I would say just to maybe frame this question and slightly more of what he was saying, I guess um, it's a manga, but it's dead to demons, dead to destruction. Uh, it's literally set in an alien invasion setting. And there is nuclear wars and shit going on in the background and the military fighting aliens all the time, but it is not about that. It is simply about humans and teenagers just trying to live their life and exist in this world. And not a single time is an alien scene or like is a fight shown. So I think it can thrive without that because it's really interesting. So, but yeah, if just a generalized answering the question, yes, theory, series can thrive without violence or conflict it can be interesting so long as there's something in its place as long as it has just a good main focus is the big thing yeah or a theme or at the end focus. yeah conflict yeah, that main adds focus, could be focus but yeah a main thing or main focus could be just a, a, a person just uh realizing something like in a silent voice Mm. him realizing like he can look up in the world and that's when the exes fall out well there's definitely conflict in a silent voice what there's a hundred percent conflict in, in a silent voice yeah but yeah uh well we got another one going back to fruity uh again they're asking the good ones but we will have we'll answer the other ones real quick uh this comes from app blood underscore text they ask opinions on the amount of repetitive repetitiveness and even fan service in the romance genre especially Yuri. And until recently, it's felt like most Yuri has been just for softcore fetishization. Also, what events and problems would you like to see the genre tackle more? And I'm assuming he means romance. Uh, and again, romance, the umbrella extends out to harem. So if you have like harem problems, maybe. Mm, well, I think, well, yeah, there's been a lot of fan service. Well, I haven't seen a lot of Yuri shows. I don't even think I've seen it at all. Yuri shows, so I don't. I can't really like say I'm like fan service in there. But I what I could say like there's a time and place for fan service. But if you're having something like Fire Force, Tamaki, that kind of thing. Well, they're will, asking specifically in romance streak. I know, but I'm just like saying, just like in that character type. Not specifically just Fire Force in general. I'm saying just that specific character type where fan service is just there just to have fast service. I don't think... I, I really don't like that. Like I like Tomoki as a character, but like if there's just like certain seas where all of a sudden like her pants come off and just put this in a romance perspective, like you're just walking down a hall and all of a sudden like your freaking pants fall off. Like, I'm like, come on, dude. Really? Hmm. Kind of, like, yeah. takes you out. It's well, like, there's no reason um, for it to be there, that kind of thing. Okay, well, to actually answer it in the romance <laughs> lens, <laughs> um, I think repetition can get annoying. 
like I know harem thrives off of repetition, but the perfect example is uh, re- re- oh, fucking Christ or rent a girlfriend. I think it's getting way too repetitive for its own good. Um, it could have wrapped up a long time ago and it hasn't. And I think they're just stretching out the romance entirely. And I will say, I think repetition can kill a romance easily, and it's probably the guiltiest of it. I think they like to do the exact same events, just disguised as something different. So I I think romance kind of has to get to the point quick enough. Something like Totodora does it well. I don't think they get very repetitive because there's clearly development between their relationship. Kaguya-sama, there's not really much repetition because their relationship develops. Um, but a lot of times the romance can sit there and be stagnant for a long time, and that's when you lose me. I think it gets annoying. So, yeah, you have to use repetition well, basically. Don't let it go on too long, and I think romance is guilty of making it run on the longest. And fan service, I'm an, I like fan service, so I, I don't have much, you know, to drop on that. And in terms of Yuri, the only Yuri I'm really reading, I just started Bloom into You, so it's like I can't really answer that question for you. And if you're saying it's just for, like, softcore fetishization, I will remind you it is in Japan that's not being gay, lesbian, and stuff like that isn't exactly as common as it is over here in the West. So a lot of the times it is just kind of seen like that. I mean, it sucks to say, but that is kind of why it happens. I still don't really have much of an opinion on it, though, because, again, I haven't read or seen much Yuri at all. And I guess for what I would like romance to tackle more, I I would like them to be in actual relationships more and then just, you know, discover the problems that ensue within said relationship or things that can go wrong leading up to it. A lot of the times that a lot of the times leading up to the romance, it does. It feels like forced problems, really. I, I kind of just want to see more natural problems. It's hard to describe. I don't even know what I want those natural problems to be. But Yeah. That's may, may, that's maybe it. I can't really think of anything else. I would think like a, a Wotakoi type of show where the the show's set where they're already done with college, you just have a job and you're just now you're just working on a relationship. Like I see what you mean, like mm. forced problems like some said character comes in and starts conflict instead of the Well, the, yeah, misunderstandings basically. Yeah. I, I like what you, kind of what you said, like natural problems, like uh, what a real relationship would have. But if mm. I would want a real relationship, I would just go get a girlfriend. So that is true. Yeah, exactly. It's anime for a reason. Well, um, we got another one. I think we have hey, here. Hey, whoa, whoa, <laughs> this whoa, comes whoa, whoa, from. Whoa, whoa. You're gonna let you're gonna let Tell answer. Oh yeah. Tell you want to answer. <clears throat> I mean, I can't really answer on the Yuri part. Um, haven't watched much of any of that. Um, but on the on the part of fan service, just in romance in general, it it has its time and place. I mean, it can be good, but a lot of the times, as Jake was saying, like there's sometimes where it's just too much. Like, calm down. You got to place it well. It's got to have, like, a real reason for it. And then it works and boosts the show a little bit. But otherwise, it can be really annoying and 
I, I can see where you were coming from, Jake, with the Fire Force, because I, I was annoyed by Tamaki as well. I like Tamaki, so. Well, you like fan service, so it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you guys that the only instance of fan service that Tamaki bothered me with was, you know, when that guy just killed an orphan in front of her. And then <laughs> Shinra shows up and he's like, I'll save you. And then she's like battered and like has clothes all over her. And they're doing that weird fan service thing. And I'm like, that that's when it bothered me. Other than that, I don't really care yeah, about her. That's her whole came, entire it came, character it gimmick. Came right a, it came right after that crying scene. Well, I'm saying it just, yeah, it, it killed the mood. Other than that, I don't think having an inherent problem with Tamaki being a fan service character when that was established from the beginning. What I'm not yeah. saying that's what you guys hate, but that's what a lot of people hate. Well, I yeah, think I, when you... I think a lot of people go into things with fan service and hate that there's fan service when it was established from the very beginning that fan service will play a big part. So that's why I'm fine with it. I'm okay with it. And I like edgy. So obviously I'm going to like fan service stuff. So. And especially in romance, you're, you're there to see a romance specifically. So to be honest, fan service is going to be expected, I think. So it doesn't bother me, especially in a romance setting. But yeah, we got one from at Griffin two four zero eight two five four zero, and they ask if you were forced. Uh, I don't know why I'd be forced to do this, but if you were forced to have a lolly as a waifu, wait, 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 who wait. would it be and why? If you already have one, tell us and then see if you can convince the others to agree. You guys already know what I'm gonna say Shinobu. Come on, I love lolly. Uh, yeah, uh, Excuse uh, me, uh, I love uh, Shinobu. Uh, uh, before I before I get myself arrested. I would. <laughs> Uh, because she can turn into whatever she wants, and she has like four forms, right? Yeah, but it's not like I'm gonna use the other forms, dude. Come on. What? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> you serious, dude? All right. We all know the form before kiss shot is the best one. Oh yeah. Well, I, I'd use that one. Maybe the the first form from uh, Kizu Monogatari. That one's good too. But um, <laughs> you would like that the and, uh, form from <laughs> Yeah, no, I could get behind Taiga. Uh, yeah, Ty- Taiga. Oh, is... I know you want to get behind Taiga. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Hmm. I was forced to be a lolly. I don't even know a lot of lollies. You know what, dude? I'm gonna be a Kana from Kobayashi. Be a don't you fucking dare! Oh, nope. Leave her a, alone. A, no, leave her alone. Dude, I'll just pat her on the head, dude. That's it. That you don't do anything to her. You don't do anything else. You just pat her on the head. That's it. Yeah, sure. so, I mean, I think this question bonds because I wouldn't be forced to have one, dude. I mean, you're not forcing me to do anything. That'd be a blessing, dude. My head hurts. Um... A lot of these are just joke questions now. We got one from Anti Cyrnos uh, DNI, and they or Anti Cyrnos. Oh, okay, I get it. Like from Toho, do not interact. I like it. He asks, "Can Kazu fart?" <laughs> I can. I, I if I had the gas in me, I'd fart live on the pod right now. I mean, but should I don't. This, should, after after the wings we had on Thursday, ooh, I can just imagine. Oh man, yeah. Good lord, I just I just stored that toilet when I got home. By the way, Jake. But I would like to let you know, right after I got home, I reheated the wings and ate them. 
Yeah, I figured you would. And I guess last but not least, to end on a serious one. Uh, this comes from at Luffy Second. Thank you, Luffy. They ask, how do you guys see story in a critical way? And did we go to writing school? No, we did not go to writing school. I think very clearly no, we're running an no. anime pod. <laughs> we did not do anything <laughs> that crazy. <laughs> but I will say that you probably are the most qualified to break down a story more than me and me and tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're able to I don't think I'm like a genius or anything, but I do like critical writing. I like critical analysis. I also write, you know, essays and stuff. <laughs> Better, yeah. yes. How do I see a cri- story in a critical way? Um, hmm. I, so I don't go into anything with a criteria. Uh, that's maybe what you want to like ask. I, I don't go in looking for things. I, I go in with an open mind typically, but I, when I'm observing a story or when I'm breaking it down in my head, something like Hoseki no Kuni, it works perfectly and the reason why when i look at it critically i think everything meshes together perfectly foss's entire character journey is consistent and makes sense throughout the whole entire series uh things are called back to there's uh, a lot of foreshadowing a lot of thematic elements that come into play and a lot of a lot they utilize the series strengths perfectly and i think that's what's the most important part of some story sometimes is if you can utilize what your story is about or like use certain story elements perfectly that's when it'll work well i I, i'm being put on the spot right now to articulate this so i know it probably sounds stupid that i was you know that we're saying that i'm the one that could do this but again like i said i don't go into anything with criteria it's not like i go into you do camp with the same mindset that i do hoseki no kuni or chainsaw man i think you kind of have to change your criteria on things you're going into. And if you're asking how to look at things in a critical way, well, like I said, I mean, maybe for other people, you would want to look at how characters develop if they stay stagnant. That's one of the easiest ways to do it too, is if things just develop. And that's the way to look at things critically. It's like, if they stay stagnant and the stagnation isn't intentional, then that means it's failing. (laughs) So, like something like Gintama, not to say that Gintoki doesn't develop, but he's, He's a static character. He doesn't develop necessarily because he's already developed. The only thing that changes with Gintoki is that he just comes to the understanding that he has friends around him. But his ideologies don't ever change. His motivations don't really ever change. And the way he goes about his life doesn't exactly change. He just has people around him adopt that same mindset. So there's times where static characters work. So, yeah, again, just short answer. Uh, how do I look in a critical way? Again, like I said, just go into things with different criteria. Whatever is important to you is the way to look at it critically. And there are story de- plot devices and things that do come into account that you have to look at from you know a critical lens if you want to look at things, quote unquote, objectively. But there's no real way to look at things perfectly critically. This is why he was the best person in English. Yeah, I didn't understand most of that. <clears throat> but I hope you got the point across. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. Uh, that's actually pretty funny. So I'm much better at typing it to articulate it. It's hard to talk about what I'm saying on the spot. But like I said, I mean, yeah, critical like analysis it. is fun. It's just yeah. you got to put the time into it. Uh, I, if I were to explain fully about how to look at things critically, we'd be here all day. So. <laughs> 
But I, I think like just to put it like yours, like when you look, when if you want to see like something in a store in a critical way, look at your favorite show and try to break it down, break it down as much as you can. Like story elements, like you said, character development, character interactions, personality traits, outside sources of conflict, inside sources of conflict. You just kind of want to you want to break down everything to like. Tiny, not tiny details, but small details, to where you can build up to that big picture. Hmm. I think that would be the best. Yeah, way just to elaborate on that, like like you're saying, if you if you don't know why you like something, like Jake was saying, just take your favorite show or your favorite five shows, look at what's similar between all of them, and then from there develop your criteria based off of that. Like there's similarities between something that between what you value, basically. And maybe you subconsciously don't know it, but you, you truly do know what it is if you start observing things like that. Like, you'll notice that character journeys are the same. You'll notice that uh, the story elements are the same. So things like that. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But you like doing that way more than me because uh, I just look at shows and I see big buff men. And I say, ooh, uh-uh. <laughs> Take all things at face value here. Yep. Yes, sir. Speaking well, of face, you guys haven't done your your midway alcoholic safe space. Oh, our safe space? Uh, it's fine. I don't have any alcohol this week. I don't think Tell does either. I don't feel like going to grab some, so. I mean, I got a white claw. I think claw. we can put that on hiatus. Oh, unless you want to go. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, uh, right before we end, I guess. It's a black cherry white claw. It got given to me by a friend for free, so I've been drinking that. Not a huge fan of white claws, but it's not bad. I mean, seven out of ten, probably. Still drink them. Well, that was the speed run of the an alcoholic safe space. Yes. I think we had a. Pretty we can good also play. speed run. Yeah, we can speed run through this next segment though. Of what have we been watching and reading recently, boys? I mean. I just finished up on spring season, so I'm, I'm probably going to take a, a week or two break, and then I'll catch up on summer. No reading manga for me. So. I've actually... Well, for me, like I mentioned. I'll go ahead. I've actually watched quite a bit. Um, slowly been catching up. I watched... Um, I'm going to have to pull up uh, Crunchyroll here to see. But Tony Kawa... Watched that finally. Fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Opening was such a banger. I talked to talked about it with these guys. Man, I I love that opening. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else did I watch? Crunchyroll is taking forever to load. That's why you just gotta get a my anime my any list or any list. Well, I guess, as I said before, uh, caught up on My Hero, watched a little bit more of Nagatoro. Um, haven't finished it all the way. Cells uh, at Work Code Black, I watched quite a bit of that. I got, I'm up to like episode 10, I think. I was really enjoying that. I, I like Cells at Work Code Black. I have the manga for it. It's very interesting. Sadly, they didn't show Big Titty Onyesana. Onesama in the in the liver. Um, she was wearing a bikini instead of just having her tits out, so I was a little disappointed by that. 
Get the Blu-ray then. <laughs> yeah, I might have to. Alright, let's see. So, Toikawa, Golden Camway, already watched. That might... Oh, uh, Iwakakaru, Climbing Girls, I watched that all the way through. It was pretty decent. It was uh, rock climbing and fan service, and I like both of those things, so I enjoyed it. And that might be it that I caught up on for this week. Well, for me, again, it is it has only been mostly manga for me. I will say, though, I did start Dodo Head Dodo yesterday. Uh, Tyler held me at gunpoint and forced me to watch it. I'm just kidding. He, uh, we watched the first three episodes yesterday. Um, I enjoy it. It's it's weird. Very weird. Like The pacing is, is fucking crazy. But I will say, if you guys want to get a feel for like how they might handle... Well, maybe I would have said this before we saw the trailer of Chainsaw Man, but I was watching it in preparation for my, how they might handle the Chainsaw Man anime, but now I feel like Jujutsu Kaisen is the bigger thing to pull from. But regardless, Dodo Head Dodo, the crossover between Chainsaw Man's fan base and that fan base is pretty crazy. Most fans like both, so I think I'm going to write like the rest of Dodo Head Dodo. It's very weird. It's very, very like gritty and like the world is super dirty. It's like a steam or cyberpunk kind of thing. So, well, not steam. It's hard to describe that world, man. It's super weird. You guys just got to watch it. <laughs> I don't think I can summarize it. But, uh, yeah, that's fr- that's the only thing I watched in this last week, actually. But uh, other than that, I read manga. I started Bloom Into You. It's very cute so far. I read um, One Week Friends. It's probably going to make me cry at the end. I can feel it. Uh, just not to spoil it because, I mean, not spoil it. I mean, just give a quick summary. It's not a spoiler because it happens in the first chapter, but... Uh, this girl has a memory loss on a one-week timer, so she loses all of her best memories every single week. So this guy is trying his hardest to, you know, make her never lose those memories and be her friend. And it's cute. I like it a lot. And then I read Mother of the Goddess Dormitory, which is going to be Tell's favorite, I can tell, of uh, the anime season. Since it's about, you know, the sorority sisters, his favorite. Oh, God, no. And then I read Jahi. I'm halfway through. There's like 70 chapters or something, but the great Jahi will not be defeated. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. It's cute. Jahi's adorable. I love all the characters, and I'm super excited for the anime. And next week, maybe, hopefully, I'll, I'll have started uh, Astro Lost in Space, but who knows? We'll see. Maybe I'll finish your camp all that time. And then you'll finish Kaelin. Uh, maybe. Who knows? I mean, I do have free time in the, all the free time in the world now, so. Unemployed boy. But, <sighs> want to know who isn't unemployed, though, is our wonderful patrons over on <laughs> patreon.com slash askcast. Obviously, they have the money to give us because of their unemployment, and for that, thank you guys so much. I love you. And we just want to give a huge shout out to our patrons, Outdated, Hadrian, Fanner, Corbin, and let me pull up the last one i remember those from memory guys don't blitz. worry i love you guys that much and m4 blitz thank you m4 blitz again he joined last week and we hope to see more of you guys join just a reminder our um five dollars here and ten dollars here get you access to our bonus episodes uh that we got to put out soon <laughs> just a reminder and uh 
it gets you access to those uh, as well as a special on Discord and many other things we'll think of later on in the future that will get you access to it. But if you join now, you know, you'll help speed up that process. $2 here gets you a special on Discord and uh, helps just support the boys mostly. And we'd really appreciate it. But thank you guys so much for, you know, supporting the show. It means a lot. So remember, that's patreon.com slash askcast. But if you want to support us in any other way, it, you can head on over to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube, all at Anime Safe Space. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Anime Safe Space. Feel free to tweet at us, DM us, just give us suggestions, questions, or if you just want to shoot the shit. And we also have a Discord. The link is down in the description below on whatever platform you're using. Uh, we have watch-alongs, game nights, AMQ nights, and if you guys just want to talk to other ass fans, you know, it's always fun. We like building this community. And I think that about it does it, right? About does it. Yep. That about does it. <laughs>